today we are talking all about dating and I read this crazy trend on Twitter of like all these different like crazy first weird first dates Mm -hmm. and one just stuck out to me I don't know why but maybe you guys will figure out because it's like super crazy Uh, (laughs) so I'm gonna read it Uh, this woman says a new guy at work was kind of cool so I invited him to a house party with a close friend because we all liked to drink and play games. We play strip poker and the dude literally takes off his pants first and then his underwear second. Everything is out the first time we hung out. Shirt still on. <laughs> Said it was the only way that he played because he's no punk. My friends were confused. I was mortified I brought this weird guy to a party. We weren't even drunk yet and it was the second game. So anyway, we've been together for five years and got married in July. Oh. <laughs> I did not expect that. I didn't mean, To either. end that way. I was ready me, to go in on both of them. Like, first of all. If that would have happened to me, I would have been mortified and would have told, like, I wouldn't even probably told him to never talk to me again. I would have just completely ghosted him. Like, yeah. there's no way. That is so that weird. That would have, like ended up me being in a relationship for five years and then marrying them. No, first of all, my first issue is that the first date was like him with all your friends and strip poker. Who does it? Who's playing strip poker on the first date? Like, that the whole entire thing was weird from start to finish but I mean hey and it's I feel like it's always the weirdest stories like I hear so many stories similar to mine where it's like we dated for three months and got engaged after six months and got married so you know hey yeah. everybody it's it, I feel like it's literally it's probably harder when you date and you have these like stipulations like three months like after three months then I'll keep, oh, you know yeah. stuff like that it's like you just gotta let it flow so yeah. maybe that that's how it worked out for them yeah maybe she was just like this is gonna be fun like she maybe she wasn't looking for something serious like because some people they just date for fun like they don't True. date for a relationship they're just like hey I like you you're cool like I think you're attractive and yeah. we're just gonna hang out and then you know obviously it worked yeah. out for them <laughs> Yep, I guess it depends on what your intentions are with yeah. dating, too. That helps you because some people I know hate the idea. I was just listening to somebody on live, and it was a guy, and he was saying that he doesn't date for fun or he doesn't date for the experience. He said, I'm tired of lessons. Like, I'm ready for, like, the real thing. And he I was, can relate, though. So <laughs> he was like, ways. y'all wasting y'all time. But I'm like, but it depends on how you look at it. If you just want to have fun. Yeah. Then, so it really is no right or wrong way. No. It just depends on the person. Yeah, and I mean, I know you've been obviously married for quite a long time, but Mm -hmm. in like your single days, did you enjoy dating? Like, did you look at it as this is just something fun that I'm just going to do? Or was it like I'm dating for a purpose? Did you enjoy it? Was it like, oh, this is exhausting? (laughs) Well, since I was so young, I got married at 23 and I met my husband at 22 so I was like probably nineteen, twenty okay. during the date when I was dating around. Yeah. And I really loved dating. I loved getting dressed and going out. I loved mm-hmm. being axed out. Um, but when I was nineteen, twenty, I had the googly eyes. So everybody yeah. you know when you like young, you start writing your names together oh, and like guilty. <laughs> 
I'm so glad I don't have notebooks of people's last name on my yes. person. Oh my god! You start putting your name with their name and all that stuff. So I thought everybody was going to be my husband if I went out on a date with them. I never dated like, oh, I just want to have fun for now. I dated like, oh my god, he's perfect, and then I was crunched after our two weeks of romance and stuff like that. So it was a lot different for yeah. me. What do you think? Because I hear a lot of women now our age yeah. say, I hate dating. This is why I don't date, and I'm just like, what? Why? So I hate feel? dating. This is why I don't date. <laughs> that exact, he took exact the sentiment right out of my mouth. Um, so, okay, it depends. When I was in a relationship, I loved dating. Like, mm. I love dating in a relationship, or if I, you know, get married one day, I would love to go on dates and date my husband. Yes. I think there's, it's just so fun. It's amazing. It's, it's building like relationship connection. Yeah. But just dating, it causes me such anxiety. It, like, like, I actually, when we were talking about doing this episode, I had to really sit down. And I started to get emotional. I was like, I'm definitely going to get all these emotions out before I get on the podcast. Because <laughs> I'm not about to be on here crying. But <laughs> I, I was like, wow. It's actually really, like, it causes anxiety. And I don't know exactly what it is. I think to pressure. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm not dating for fun. But I just am dating for a specific purpose. And that purpose is marriage at one point. Mm. So for me, I think the pressure of weeding out people. And that sounds bad. Like, I don't want to go into a date of, like, I need to see who I'm weeding right. out. But, like, I don't want my time wasted. True. I, and it's hard. It's hard in your 30s to navigate that because you, you just don't know. Because they're probably thinking, why are you still single? And I'm probably thinking the same thing. Like, why are you still single? You know, mm-hmm. it, it, you come up with, it's different than when you're in your 20s. It's different yeah. when you're in your teens. And everyone is just, like, learning themselves and exploring things and, and learning new people. It's and free. it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's much different. And it's much more pressure because I don't want to be at 33 dating someone who's wasting my time for a year. And now I'm 34, 35, and my whole time was wasted yeah. from this person who's, not being serious, doesn't want to commit, or just I'm not compatible with. True. And then there's a fear of like, there's an extreme fear, which I don't know where this comes from because I come from a two parent home. Both my parents are married. They've been married for 35 plus years. I'm 33, so I think like 35, 36 years they've been married. But I have this like extreme fear of getting into a relationship and then settling and getting married to someone mm. that I truly am not in love with. Or that I truly don't connect with. And then just spending my life married in, like, mediocrity. And I don't know where that comes from. Maybe because I hear, you know, you hear about divorce rates or you hear about unhappy couples. And then, like, you think, like, that could be me. (laughs) That's so interesting because I would never have thought that because of the fact that I personally feel like when you do fall in love, they're going to have to literally knock your whole socks off, sweep you entirely off of your feet. Like, you're not even going to blink for mediocrity. Like, so that's not, I don't even think. No, that's not. But I think, too, that can also, in a sense, be a downfall because I will just push everyone away. Like, any guy that tries to approach me, if I'm like, eh, no. You know, for whatever reason, it could be fear, it could be anxiety, or it could just be like something they said that they opened up their first line to me. I was just not feeling it. Is there anybody who you kind of dated casually, maybe gave a little bit of a chance that you kind of think back and be like, dang, maybe he would have been a good guy or maybe. I would say there is about two or three guys. Oh, really? Two or three guys that I'm like, I mean, I didn't, I didn't date them long enough Mm -hmm. to 
know, but just knowing who they were, they were good guys. Like, for sure, good guys. I'm, they're probably all in relationships now um, <laughs> from what I keep up with. But, um, again, in that time of me dating, I was not really ready mentally yeah. to date. So I pushed people away from the fear of being hurt. Mm -hmm. I pushed people away from the fear of, like, you might get too close and then, you know, burn me. And then mm -hmm. I'm all heartbroken again, you know. So uh, in that sense, it just gives me anxiety. And there's there was a time when I was thinking about this of, like, do I even, I mean, I desire to be married, but do I desire to date? Like, I don't desire to go out on a date. Hmm. Like, I have zero desire. It, like, makes me, like, ugh. ugh. Oh, my gosh. You got to change your perspective. I, I think that, first of all, I want to say that I think that the fact that you say, I wasn't ready. You know what I mean? You're admitting that shows huge progress. Like, I feel like just in this last year, these last couple months, like, we both have been to counseling and stuff like that. I'm seeing a new version of you. Mm -hmm with your mindset as far as dating yeah i'm like okay that makes so much mm -hmm. sense like all the times when something would go wrong or you didn't like someone or whatever and it just makes sense like i just wasn't ready i was yeah. closed off to that so it's like now when you look at it it's through a whole nother lens mm -hmm. so do you feel like you're ready or you're on the verge of being ready i mean i feel like that i mean physically and even mentally i'm ready it's more of the emotional it's the okay. emotional for me. It's like, are you willing to open up your heart again? And are you willing to take the risk of being hurt? And not to say that you want to go into things of being hurt, but are you ready for that? Like, are you ready for the potential? Yeah. Um, that's what one of my pastor from years ago, Pastor Bernie, he passed away. Um, but he had mentioned that in, in something that we were talking about. And mm -hmm. he um, basically said, if you're not ready to be hurt, you're not ready for a relationship. And that stuck with me for so long because for the longest I wasn't ready to be hurt. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't, I'm not, and not to say that I think anyone's ever ready to be hurt, but I think for me I've had what I would consider fails mm -hmm. or hurts in my past that I'm like, ah, that was, that was too yeah, painful. Don't feel that, again. that was too painful. I don't want to feel that again. But I mean, just in life, even in friendships, um, your relationships with family, like people are going to hurt you, whether they mean to or not. We're yeah. not perfect. So I, it's just, it's getting over that thought of like, what if this person plays me? I think that's the, that's the main thing for me. So I think I'm on the verge. It's just breaking that thought of like, this person's just out to play games. They're not yeah. going to commit. They're not going to take me serious or whatever other fears I have surrounding it. That makes sense. And it, it makes me think of that phrase where they're like, if you have a closed fist, you can't give, but you mm -hmm. also can't receive. So yeah. it's that risk there that it's like, man, I don't want to get my heart broken. But if you close off your heart, you can't fall in love either. You yeah. know, you can't get the blessing either. So, it, I, and, and then also, I feel like you're very smart. You know what I mean? Like, you're not like out here falling for lies and having game ran on you like you know what I mean that type of stuff that we can see right. off the bat you know what I mean and other men that do that to people we know or mm -hmm. to friends or family or whatever and we just want to shake them or shake or slap the man like right. <laughs> what, what are I mean? you doing you can't see because you got googly eyes I feel like we both have like a mm -mm, like right. <laughs> stop sure. you know sure. so I think that is a good way of still protecting yourself you know what I mean but I will 
I, I want you to try and maybe explore some ways to figure out how you can find excitement in dating. And causing oh, anxiety. Oh, no, stop. Because <laughs> your right. face is like. <laughs> my heart's like, no, no. <laughs> well, okay, we're not going to go out with anyone okay. right away. But okay. we're going to do some research or something um, to figure out, like, how can you? What can yeah. you do to make dating more fun? What if you just have to make the dates on your terms? Yeah. What if it has to be in a group setting? Mm-hmm. You know I what I mean? I think that would probably be. If I think of, like, any type of dating, like, now... I would probably be more comfortable in a group setting. That playing way, strip poker? no, not playing strip poker. <laughs> Please do not invite me on a first date playing strip poker. Do not do that. Listen, but I- when I think about that, like it's 2022. I have not been on a date since like 2018, 19. Yeah, it's been well before COVID that I've been <laughs> on a date, and I can't even remember what that was. It was probably like Olive Garden or something. Really? I wonder how men feel about dating, like. Do they enjoy it? Do they? I think we asked this question on one of our live recaps and they were saying like it's too expensive or something weird. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I always feel like relation and I could be way off. So (laughs) this is just how I feel when I perceive certain things or when I talk to people. I feel like relationships and marriage seem like they appeal to women so much more. Mm -hmm. Like typically I feel like men often talk about relationships and marriage for like long-term legacy like passing on like their legacy to their children their children's children mm-hmm. and women were just like conditioned to just be like oh googly i love like i just want to be grow old with you and take care of you and spend my <laughs> right. life with you and not to say that women don't care about legacy or things like that but i just feel like women get more excited about things like that than men yeah that makes sense but it just seems so fun to me but then i like dating at least but then when you said the comparison to dating while single versus dating while married that just like like a a, like it just that was like a light bulb going off for me because it is totally different Mm -hmm. when you're dating and you're looking for someone and you're trying to fill them out you don't really know them versus going out with someone you're already obviously in love with that you know Mm -hmm. they know you y'all know where y'all like to go right everything like that it's so much different (laughs) it's like and one funny thing is that me and my husband like I I talked about how he's really great at dates and holidays and anniversaries and stuff like that but one of my favorite things for us to do Mm -hmm. and I think he will probably say the same thing is like Applebee's yeah I swear, I don't know what it is. Uh-huh. It's like, it's fun to get all dolled up, but it's nothing like just throwing on like a sweatshirt and some leggings and going and sitting down and just having abs and, and drinks just and just chit chat with no kids. Yeah. And that's not something you typically do when you're single and dating. Yeah. Like, let's just go to Applebee's because you're going to be looking at him like, what? Applebee's? Listen, <laughs> unfortunately, again, for those who <laughs> don't know my background, I've only ever had two boyfriends. And they were both in high school. And I, the, the last boyfriend I had, the second boyfriend I had, you know, that was from high school until I was about 20, 21 is when we broke up. And you know where I was always taken to? Applebee's. <laughs> that was literally the date spot for me. Well, back Applebee's. then, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but even as, like, I got older, like, I, well, I, I actually had a couple times where I've been taken out to a nicer place. But, like, it was Applebee's, Olive Garden, which... Obviously, at that time, I didn't care. But, yeah, I think it would be kind of strange if a guy asked me to go to Applebee's on our first date. 
I think I something that I be com- I have to be comfortable with you. Yeah. Like let's hang out. Let me like let's go like grab you, lunch or something. And then you we can get comfortable enough to just go to Applebee's. <laughs> but not the first day. Not the first day. Like put on some sexy girl. I'm taking you somewhere nice. No. Um, they got appetizers free after nine, so I'll no. pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> no judgment, just no. No. We'll, we'll wait too. a little bit long down the line before yeah. we do stuff like that. And then some guys will probably see that as like she's a gold digger like not a gold digger but just yeah. uh, ungrateful or something like that i just seen and it's i don't just watch standards. It's yeah. standards if i know the type of woman i am not to say that i'm like so above applebee's but if i know the type of woman i am and you're interested in me i'm setting a standard of take me somewhere nice it doesn't have to be expensive fancy, right. but just take me somewhere nice because you like to go nice places and it's yeah. like if this is me, you showing me like what i can expect this is like one of the nicer places we're gonna go it's not gonna work because yeah. Without a man, we like to go to wineries and mm-hmm. really nice restaurants and yeah. just finding really cool places to go. So if that's something that you're not into because you're more so into just like TGI Fridays, Applebee's type stuff, that's fine. But we won't match. So then who do you even choose to date? Now, obviously, again, you're outside of this realm. Like right. you were much <laughs> younger, much younger. I've been single forever and I'm, you know, single in my 30s, which is, you know, we're just two different spectrums. Mm-hmm. But like, how do you choose a person to date? And obviously this is, I guess, rhetorical in a sense because mm-hmm. everyone has their own answer. Everyone has their own right. standards. Everyone has their own thoughts. What are like the qualities what are the things that appeal to you? Like, what are your absolute, yes, I look for this in a man, or absolute, no. Like, if he's like this, psh, don't even approach me. I don't know. I mean. <laughs> like, I ain't thinking about Listen, it. Listen, I mean, I, I, I was just thinking about it for single women, or for mm-hmm. single men. And I think about, like, one of the first things is, like, what type of person do you want to date? And what type of places are you hanging out at? Mm-hmm. Who are you connecting with on social media? Because it, let's just be honest, it's 2022. And I feel like in 20 years, all the people are going to be like, my parents met on Instagram. My mm-hmm. parents met on Twitter. Because yeah. that's just what it is. Or dating apps and stuff like yeah. that. Um, so even like who you're following. Are you following a bunch of guys who are just like that was up sexy type yeah. dudes or are you following somebody that's going to be respectful right. and how they talk to you and how they ask you for your time i think that one of the most genuine ways to connect with someone is to start through friendship and i know mm-hmm. that it's not going to always happen that way I like that. but i feel like if i was single and i was in my 30s and i met you at a party or i met you with friends or i met you at church or an event Mm-hmm. It would be really cool if we could just like hang out and be cool, and yeah. then we can see if sparks fly. We can yes. see if we like each other. I'm not in love with the whole concept of I think you're beautiful. I want to get to know you, or I think you're attractive, and I get that because mm-hmm. if you see somebody beautiful, you want to take the opportunity, especially if you like taken aback by how fine he is or how mm-hmm. beautiful she is. But I also feel like. It should be more than that. You know what I mean? It just might looks like, let's hang out and just see because we might end up being really cool friends or there might just be this like undeniable chemistry between us that I'm like, dang, I hope he hit me up or something like that. And I would love if guys would allow that to happen with women sometimes, but I feel like they don't. I feel like they get so like... Like, hey, what's up? Let me get your number. Right. Instead of like, <laughs> let me just hang out with you. And yeah. you find out if I don't like you because just because they're attractive doesn't mean you guys are going to mesh well, like in a more personal level, mentally mm-hmm. um, or spiritually, emotionally. They might just be a pretty face to look at. Yeah, like get to know me a little bit less. Like, you know, if 
if we were at my house and we were having game nights and stuff, and there was a single guy there. And not trying to purposely hook me up like that happened before. <sighs> that was so bad. I was, I was irritated for you. I'm not going to lie. We need to learn how to let things happen organically, but you have to put yourself in those places. Yeah. In order for that's what I don't know. Like, where are those the caliber of man that you want? Because it's I'm like still looking. <laughs> even when you go to the places, a lot of them are already taken. Yeah, that's and that's the hard part. At this age, a lot of them are taken, and it's like okay, the ones that are I, I don't I want to be careful how I say this. Not to say that the ones that are left over, but you you have to be a little bit more cautious because then you're kind of wondering why why like why and and I'm and again I'm sure someone can look at me and say well why have you not been in a relationship for 12 13 years yeah and then you tell and there's them. valid reasons yeah, there's exactly val- there's yeah. very valid reasons so it's not to say that people who are single in their 30s don't have valid reason mm-hmm. or you know it could be a situation that maybe they were in a, a super long-term relationship and now they're not in that anymore yeah and that's why they're single so um but it's hard because there's not a lot of fishes in the sea mm-hmm. not a lot of single fishes in the sea at least not around me and the people that I that I would want to attract not mm-hmm. the clingy crazy like obsessive people that I oftentimes attract I want the complete yeah. opposite which like goes into like what I don't like I don't like that clinginess mm-hmm. I don't like the obsessiveness like like I, I just want to be all up under you all the time unless I'm like in love and I'm like oh God, I'm already in love with this person right. I want to spend time with them but like just getting to know someone you don't even know me yet and you want to be under me 24 no, 7 that's I weird I don't like that I don't I cannot stand guys who have big egos like guys who are really into themselves like I've had a couple guys Ugh. Who are so into themselves, and I obviously won't say names, but like on Instagram, and they always got girls all over their posts, like, <laughs> oh, da, 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 da. and they'd be doing posts with their like bodies all out and licking lips and stuff, and I'd just be <laughs> like, oh, that is so unattractive yeah, like, get to some me. Humility. Yes, I, there's nothing more sexier to me than a man who is humble, mm-hmm. like a humble man. Who is confident, like right. confident is great, but who's not cocky and just into themselves and just wants all the attention. Yeah. That's just, ugh, that speaks me. a lot about the person's character, honestly, because we, not, I'm not going to say we, because I'll be like, I'm married. We're going to say that 50,000 times this episode, <laughs> but you, that would say so much more about you if you was constantly in a bikini or a skin tight dress mm-hmm. and you taking a picture of yourself from the back and risque poses mm-hmm. and trying to be sexy all the time and right. you got 30 guys on the comments like oh my god you're so hot you're so you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it's like we cannot ignore that you know right. you can't ignore that's not a personality trait in this person that exactly. they feed off of this attention so y'all can't expect us to ignore that no. we know y'all feed off that attention from women constantly and mm-hmm. then it speaks to the fact that once you're in a relationship are you going to be able to let that go? Because you... And I think about that with women, too. There's a lot of... They call them pick-me's. I don't know if you ever heard that term. No. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) There's a term called pick-me. And it's a girl who is constantly... um, 
advertising herself on social media like I know how to cook I make the best food I work out hard I will be a great wife like just constantly sell 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 yeah trying to get some type of attention and I think that a big part of them likes that attention from men Mm -hmm. that they get that's like I can be this I can be that but they're not picking any of these men I don't know what it is but I always wonder like once you're in a relationship are you gonna let that go are you gonna let go of the TikToks with you shaking your butt and wearing tight dresses and stuff because your man is probably not going to be cool with that unless he's like a big influencer and into that stuff most men aren't going to be okay with that so it's like those type things you can't just gloss over as though it's not a that's kind of a red flag honestly when you see a man that really is into that type of attention and stuff and that makes me think too of even some of the things that make me nervous is like um, not just that on social media, but just like in your real life, are you someone who always surrounds themselves with people of the opposite sex and these people are always like flirting with you or just, just things that would make someone might possibly feel uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. what are you willing to let go when you're in a relationship, when you're in a relationship with someone you love, are you willing to let s- some of those traits go if it's affecting that other person Mm -hmm. and that's all the things that you have to think about plus so much more when it comes to dating at this age and it's like Mm -hmm. you have to pick and choose what you can be picky with like you have to pick and choose what is an absolute yes and and that's what I've been learning too is terms of like absolute yeses and absolute no's like what are my absolute yeses in anything in life not just relationships but anything in life and what is an absolute no and if something's an absolute no Mm -hmm. Stop forcing it. Stop forcing it. Like, if if I say, absolutely not, I cannot take this. Absolutely not, I don't like this. Absolutely not, I cannot see my life like this. Don't do it. It is what it It is. It is what it is. Don't try to to force yourself (laughs) to fit into an absolutely no for whatever reason in life. Because then that's when people become unhappy in life. Because they've settled in a certain area. So I've been learning that, too, is trying Mm -hmm. to, like, learn absolute yeses and nos. And being more open-minded when it comes to dating because i've never been like oh this needs to be a picture perfect man this height this look this you know amount of money Mm. it's more so it's really more so me and my own emotional things that i have to get over okay that That makes sense so i said i what i'm still gonna ask you what do you how would you describe your perfect date like a perfect date. Not only, like, what you guys would do, but, like, what you would think would make you feel really good, like, on that date. A perfect first date overall. Mm-hmm. The thing that would make me feel, like, amazing would just just to be the vibe that we get from each other. Like, if we connect mm-hmm. and we are just, like... We're just talking. The conversation's not stale. It's not dry. It's not awkward. We're just flowing through the conversation. We're getting to know each other. We're, we can have, you know, not to say that on the first day we had to have a super serious, but we could have conversations that, you know, can go over a, a vast majority of different topics. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not tiptoeing or we shy to talk about certain things. Like, you just, there's, there's just a thing that you just kind of know when you have chemistry with someone. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want because I haven't been on dates in a long time where I've had chemistry where I'm yes. like, man, because I've talked to you before. Like, I left that date and it was cool. It was kind of, but it's friend vibes. Like, I feel like that's someone I could hang out with. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we can go catch, you know, a movie sometime or have lunch and catch up and things yeah. like that, but it was never like a, oh my gosh. That was like, so fun. I can't wait to see you Yes, again. that's what it is. That's what a great first date is. When I leave it, like, 
oh my gosh like i have butterflies like he gets me excited yeah um i mean i don't think it has to be a specific place i don't think we have to have a specific thing that we do i definitely know that when i wouldn't want him to be too clingy or too touchy or like i don't want to be like you hugging me and all this kind of stuff and trying to like touch on my hands and stuff i would probably start to shut down Mm -hmm. on a first day in that regard Mm -hmm. i think for me it's really just that mental emotional connection in the beginning like if i know that we can mentally and emotionally connect then i want to see like can we spiritually connect like is there more but if that's not there and i'm getting friend vibes that's probably it for me that makes perfect sense because i was nervous that you was gonna say something that the like any men out there could just be Mm. like oh i'm doing that but i was very very (laughs) careful with what i said (laughs) chemistry is something that cannot be faked Mm-hmm. It cannot be, you know, you can't fake it. It's just something yeah. that you feel is something that happens naturally. So it doesn't matter if you come and you try to be the most perfect guy and you try to nitpick and find everything someone likes. But if y'all sit down and y'all talking, I don't feel comfortable and safe and mm-hmm. just like a little butterflies. And, you know, we like to feel a little nervous by you because yeah. of your masculine energy, your attractiveness, your mind, the things you're saying, your voice. We can feel all that, yes. and and we can't fake it if we're not feeling it. Right, you can't, and I don't want to fake it. Like I don't want to fake trying to like someone or force myself mm-hmm. trying to like someone. And also, what I have found in some of my more recent dates that I have gone on is I feel like, like you said, we want to feel that masculine energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been on a couple of dates where like the guy said like I'm intimidated by you, and like they kind of shrink down, and I'm like okay well Mm. what am I supposed to do like like I now I feel like more masculine because now (laughs) you're telling me that you're intimidated by me and I feel like I'm this big muscular dude (laughs) sitting across from you and I feel real awkward and now I feel like you're shrinking down but think about if you put yourself in that guy's shoes now this is a weird example because I'm I'm assuming he didn't feel like you were masculine but maybe he felt like you were out of his league or something like that and and nobody is out of let me just skip that because I ain't even gonna say nobody is out of anybody's league but say for instance you was out on a date with Omarion somebody who you know is famous who has women falling at their feet who can have anybody they want do you think you would feel intimidated yeah for sure so I'm like, that's sure. probably how they felt. I mean, but you don't want to hear that from a man. No, either, so. I don't want to hear that. Or at least not in that moment. Like, if, if you do feel that way, and, like, later on down the line, if we're, like, vibing and stuff, and we're really, like, talking and hanging out, and then you tell me later, like, do you know, like, on the first day, like, I was super, I'm like, oh, my gosh, what, really? Like, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Or if it's starting to affect like our connection like if you're starting yeah. to act weird and I'm like what's going on and then you open up and say well I feel like it like I'm, I'm kind of intimidated by you then you know maybe we can work through it and see what it is yeah but I wouldn't like on like the first date or two want you to be like hey I'm intimidated by you and then no, just be yeah. real quiet and then me have to be like the one to carry everything like I don't want to be in a relationship where I have to carry the conversation I have to carry the relationship I want it to be a two-way street like yeah. let us both be involved in this definitely so like yeah how do you even figure out where to go as far as starting dating like online dating like what we talked about social media is a huge thing would you be Mm -hmm. against meeting someone online social media I definitely can't see myself 
online dating, like mm-hmm. doing like an online dating app. eHarmony. I talked about that with you guys one time. Mm-hmm. Like we had a conversation of like, what if I would just go on online dating and then like <laughs> see if it worked. <laughs> and at first I was down for it just to, for the experience. But then I was like, oh no, it freaks me out. Mm-hmm. Um, social media, I wouldn't mind. Um, I mean, in my mind, the perfect thing would be like going to like an event or going to church and meeting someone and talking to them and hitting mm-hmm. it like, but obviously we don't live in a perfect world. May happen, may not. But I guess if I was following someone or someone was following me and they were trying to get at me and I looked at their social media, I think the nice thing about that is I can see everything. Yeah. They, people post everything on social media for the most part. Mm-hmm. So I can already see if I like you based off of what you're posting. Yeah. So I wouldn't be opposed to doing that. I actually kind of started to talk to someone, this was years ago, but based off of social media. Mm. Like, we both had a mutual friend, and I ended up, like, really liking him, but he lived really far. Mm. And I was like, that I can't do a, a, a long-distance relationship with someone I don't know. Mm. So, um... How I go about I I don't know. I, I guess I, I don't date, so I just have to be open in pretty much anything. Yeah. Um, it's hard, you know, to juggling it, not just being older, but, like, being a parent and exactly, being yeah. busy mm-hmm. and taking care of family. It's like you have to find um, someone who, one, doesn't feel like they need to take up all your time and they're okay mm-hmm. with knowing that you're busy. Um, so it's hard. It's yeah. hard to find out like what to date, how to date, where to date, it <laughs> where is. to find people. <laughs> and talking about wasting time, being a mom and being and, and being in our thirties, like you really can't afford to. Like we said, when you're a teen and you're in high school, you're just free. Like, what are you doing this weekend? I don't know, nothing. <laughs> My chores, and then we can meet up. Like chores. But <laughs> now it's like I have to take time to set aside. You know what I mean? To meet with you. And when you do that, you're taken away from some, something else, like whether it's time with your kid or other responsibilities you could be taking care of or just a long time that you probably never, ever get. You know what I mean? Like you're taken away from it. So it does make it a little bit more serious as opposed to just like, whatever, what you doing? Like, let's meet up. You know, it's like, it has to be like, I really took this. I put this, you on my schedule. Right. So don't come wasting my time. <laughs> Not at all. And like, it makes it harder for me, too, because, like, as a woman, me personally, I don't ask guys out. Mm-hmm. I never have. I don't see myself doing that. I can't say I never would. Mm-hmm. I just don't ever see myself, like, walking up to a guy or, like, hitting up a guy in the DMs, like, hey, you're cute. Like, yeah. you want to go? I just no, can't see myself do doing that. <laughs> but no. women do that. There are a lot of women. That I just, it's not me. Cringe. I think, yeah, it makes me cringe. I think that you should, and I said this to you before, I think you should drop little hints. And y'all might think this is childish, but I think that you should maybe like or comment on some of their pictures, their mm-hmm. content, you know, be a little flirtatious to send the mm, okay. the flirtation waves out there. And maybe he'll say, hey, uh, are you single? Pick up. Pick up those Pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And is that immature of me, y'all, that I, I think no. is kind of cringy? I mean, I think... Even, like, in real life, like, when you're around someone and you start to kind of like them or you see that they're attractive or there's something that attracts you to them, mm-hmm. like, I think it's normal to start to become a little flirtatious. It doesn't yeah. mean you're being overly, you know, doing something over the top or right. anything like that. But you might start to flirt. You might start to giggle a little more. You yeah. might smile more. Tap their arm yes. or something. So I think 
there's that's not immature at all. Yeah. Um, it's giving hints, especially if I'm someone who's like I'm not asking no one out. You gotta let someone know that you're interested. That's mm-hmm. the only way you're gonna do that. Yeah, I seen this TikTok where this girl was like, "My way of letting you know I like you is by thinking about you, and if you didn't pick up on that, that's your bad." I'm like, "Oh, oh my gosh. goodness, that's funny." <laughs> the today's dating world. Yeah, no, it's not fun. Um, but. You know, you had said something like, uh, I'm putting you on my schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so important. And I want to kind of segue into, like, have we ever had any dating fails? Mm. And I've never had, so I've never had anything weird. Like, I've heard some really weird, crazy dating fail stories. Thankfully, mm-hmm. that's not been me. Mm-hmm. But I had a date. It was a first date with a guy. And we were supposed to go bowling. Um and I, it, was, it ended up actually being a pretty big snowstorm that day, but mm-hmm. it wasn't so bad going to the bowling alley, but then it started to pick up. Well, I get to the bowling alley, and I'm sitting there waiting. Five minutes, he's late. I'm kind of like, eh, but okay, whatever. It's snowing outside. Ten minutes, I'm starting to think, like, what the heck is going on? I'm at the right bowling alley. Like, did he tell me the right time? Let me go back in the messages. And then, like, a good 15, 20 minutes in, while I'm waiting... He sends me a message like, oh, sorry, I got caught up at work. I'm trying to get there. And I had to get home. I think he had to get home real quick and change and get oh, before. And I'm sitting here, and I'm so frustrated at this point. Because by the time he finally got there, it was like a good 30, 40 minutes into, like, our actual yeah. date time. And the only reason why I stayed was because it was a snowstorm. And I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time just sitting here. And everyone looked at me at the bowling alley sitting at, my, at the table by myself. And then I'm just going like, to get up and leave. Like, I'm not going to be that person <laughs> so I'm like I'm staying well he finally gets there and the bowling alley end up at that time was reserved I think I think our I think our date was at oh like goodness. seven and he got there like like about 20 15 till eight and it was reserved at eight o'clock so we had to leave because they reserved the whole bowling alley so I literally waited there Day of for the whole entire time for him and then we couldn't even bowl so we ended up getting something to eat but at that point, I wasn't even you interested. You was just over I was it. just over I was like, well, I, I, like, so I ended up giving... Like, so Now, I did end up giving him a chance a couple other times. So, I, it some crazy reason, I think maybe I was just trying to be open. Because mm-hmm. typically, I'd be like, no, that was ridiculous. Because in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, if our date is at 7 and it's 6.30 and you know there's no way that you're getting out of work anytime soon, hit me up before I leave the house and say, yeah. hey, I'm sorry. Um, I'm stuck at work or the, the weather's getting bad. Can mm-hmm. we push back the time? Can we do something else instead of just having me sit there mm-hmm. at the bowling alley by myself waiting? Yeah. I mean, that's super selfish. Like, I put you on my calendar. You got me sitting here all day. You knew you weren't going to be off working time. You got to go home and get dressed. Like, that was just extremely selfish. Yeah. I think he good. really, he knew. He just was like, I don't want to miss this opportunity. Maybe he was afraid that, like, mm-hmm. if he canceled it, then you I would be that like, nah, it's over worry. with. <laughs> yeah, that is a horrible day. Um, I have a couple stories, but one I'll tell is I met this guy. Um, I probably said yes to going out on a date with him prematurely. Obviously, this was a long, long time ago. Um, he told me to wear something nice. He was gonna take me out to a nice restaurant. We were gonna go get dinner. I'm 19. I'm like super young mm-hmm. and impressionable. I get all dressed up. I put on my cutest dress. My thigh-high boots. Okay. <laughs> and he comes and picks me up. And you know what he said? Oh, God. <laughs> he said, I already ate. I'm going to just take you to grab something. And then we can go chill at my place. And I was like. What? 
Yeah. I would have been like, no, that's okay. Just take me back home. Girl, I still went with him. Did you? I still went with him. I was like, whatever. You don't have to get me nothing to eat. So then he went and got, so he went to the liquor store. So I was oh, like, he oh, he's trying to. something in his yes, mind. It was uh, all a game from the beginning. So I, I started acting extremely standoffish from him. Like, I just shut down completely because I was like, what the heck? And then basically he was like, do you want me to just, like, I tuned out and I tuned in to him saying, do you want me to take you home? And I was like, yeah, I do. And he was just, like, really upset with me. Like, and he said the craziest thing to me ever. He was like, most men wouldn't just take you back home after they then spent money on you and um, picked you up. And now I got to drive all the way back home. Yeah, he said something crazy like that. Like, most men wouldn't just take you home. So, you, so basically, he's like, you should have given it up to me. Then I would have been okay with taking you home. Yeah. He was like, so or most men would have just, most men would have just took what they wanted from you instead of taking you home. Oh. And yeah, that's how I took it. Cause he was oh. like, um, you asking me to take you home. Most men would have said no, like you owe up, like, and, and then most women hopefully would call the cops or mace you. Yes. Or and I didn't have anything on me. And oh, then he even gosh. told me that he lied to me about his age and he was <gasps> way older than I actually thought he was. It was like, the like, I still, think back on that date like I thank God I made it back home that night safely and he was listening like he was saying stuff to me like I'm gonna take you back home where you feel safe with your little friend because I lived with my best friend at the time and he was like I'll take you back home where you feel safe and like mocking me and stuff I was just like please God please God please God let me get home and it was like a 20 minute drive which felt like an hour and I was like, please don't let this man, like, keep pissing himself off more the more he talks yeah. and then, like, end up changing his mind. Else. Y'all, that was terrifying. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's not even just a bad day. That's, like, scary. scary. Like, I'm going to call the cops on you. Yes. Don't ever, Young like... women, if y'all are listening, be very selective. Um, I like how you date Gabby when you were dating. Like, you don't just say, pick me up. I'll meet you there. Mm-hmm. You're not giving your address out, type stuff like that. I ain't was nobody knowing where I'm living. They ain't picking me up <laughs> in my house. Yeah, I wish I had known that back then, cause yeah. And I do carry my mace and I do carry my knife. Mm-hmm. Like women carry some sort of weapon just in case. Mm-hmm. And also too, like maybe let someone know where you're at. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Always let somebody know where you're going. We used to always be like, <laughs> send me the screenshots of the address. I remember our friend like taking a picture of the guy's driver's license yes. before. <laughs> yes. Like, we don't play. <laughs> Actually, that happened one time when I went to the one guy's house. It was a, a random time. I never did this. Mm-hmm. I don't do this. It's like one of probably none times. I'm still shocked that- you went. <laughs> I went over to a guy's place. And it was cool. I mean, we just watched a movie. It was nothing. Like, he was very respectful. It was nothing strange. He didn't try anything with me. We literally just sat there, watched the movie, and I left. But I literally told y'all exactly where he lived. Because I'm like, <laughs> if y'all don't hear from me within an hour's time. This is where I like, was. Like, this is where I was. Call me if I'm not answering my phone. Because y'all know me. I'm not about to be out here giving it up to some guy. So it's not like, oh, she probably making out with him and stuff. No, so y'all yeah. already knew. Like, if she's not answering her phone, something's wrong. Something's like, up. pull up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but let's get into this game. So yes. y'all know we like activities. And this game, I'm going to call it First Date Yay or Nay. So it's yes and no, yes or no's on these first date options. So I'll ask you, Nikki, um, 
is it a yes or no for you if he takes you to meet his family? So like, let's say it's a family event or it's at his house. The and first have, day. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to say yes because I think that like the first time and the first couple times I hung out with my husband, it was with his family. Really? <laughs> it was like, like weeks in before we actually went out on a date, just me and him. Really? Yeah. So I have to say yes to that, even though it sounds like a red flag. <laughs> It actually worked it. out. <laughs> it's some crazy stories. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's amazing. Because for me, I would be like an absolute no. Like, if, like <laughs> I've had guys who I kind of talk to be like, hey, like, we haven't really gone out on any dates. Just kind of talking, like, getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. And be like, hey, I have this wedding coming up. Can you want to come with me? And I'm like, oh, my God, no. Like That's me, big. That's big. Because everybody going to be looking like, oh, is that your future yeah. boo? I just feel like that's big for me. I mean, yeah, then he maybe. gonna catch the garter belt at the oh reception God, and look no. at you and point at Absolutely you. Absolutely not. Oh, I can't even imagine. I would turn so red. <laughs> okay, what do you feel? They feel like this is a very like you hear this all the time, um, but movies. That's a horrible first date. I think so too. Let's talk. I want to talk to you. I want to look at you. I want to. Yes. We can't experience each other's vibe or chemistry or anything in a movie theater. Movies are a terrible first date, but it's so common. I don't know if it's just because it's like a safe place. You're around a whole bunch of people. And you could just sit. But like, I'm not talking to you at all. I'm just yeah. Sitting. We not getting to know each other <laughs> at all. So how do I? What do I? Have, what basis do I have to decide if I want to go on another date or not? True. Okay, I agree. Um, what about going for a walk in the park? That's a, I think that's a perfect date. I think that's a perfect first date because you have the time to talk. Mm-hmm. You're out in, well, a safe park. Don't go to no secluded trail <laughs> oh, where no. this person can just who Do knows whatever what. to you. Yeah, go to an out and open park. <laughs> yeah, and that's a great place because I feel like. You have scenery to look at, but there's not too many distractions. Like, if you went to a museum or something, yeah. which is a great date, too, but you aren't going to be able to focus on, focus on one another as much. Okay. Well, what about the next one is something adventurous. So, it could be horseback riding, jet skiing, something that's just out and you're moving and you're rock climbing. <laughs> like, something fun and adventurous. I say for me, I would say no because I'm trying to be cute. Like, I'm not trying to have my hair flying by the time I get off the horse and everything like that. I'm trying to be all cute and prissy and keep reapplying my lipstick so I can be perfect on the first day. So that would be a no for me. Okay. I actually like that. I never really thought about that. Like, on the first day, you want to be cute and you want to be all that. So I get that. But I feel like I'm just such an adventurous person. I feel like for me, if you're already like coming out the gate, like let's do something adventurous, I'm already like Yeah, I like, think you would love Ooh, that. What? <laughs> like what are we gonna do? Now I don't wanna do nothing that's gonna make me hot and sweaty and looking crazy on the first day. Mm-hmm. But I don't mind like or going like go kart racing or something that's fun, energetic. That does sound we can funny, kinda yeah. like just vibe on that because I don't like really boring people. And that's cool, too. Like, think outside the box. Let's not just go eat. Or I mean, I understand sometimes you just want to do coffee when you Mm want to get to know them. But go-kart racing or, you know, horseback riding, stuff like that. Think outside the box if you really like somebody and want to take them out. I like that idea. Yeah, I like that. Um, What about if they talk about their ex on the first date? No, that's an absolute no-no. Absolute no, no. Don't talk about your ex on the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, (laughs) eighth, ninth, seven years in ever. (laughs) Oh, 
my gosh. Yeah, that's a big no-no. But I've heard stories of people being like, yeah, I was on a date with them, and all they did was talk about how their ex is this and their ex is that, and they can't stand their ex. And I'm, to me, I'm like, I don't want to hear about that. That's weird. I want to hear about It's weird. And then it also makes me think, like, are you deflecting and trying to, like, take that off of you and trying to put it on someone else? Like, I'm single because my ex is this. Yeah. And it's like, no. like don't. And do are that. you even over them if they're mm-hmm. still this fresh on your brain? Like, Yeah, no. Big no, no. Don't talk about your ex. Mm-mm. Okay, and then the last one is, um, how do you feel about having a plan of escape on the first date? Like, sharing your location with someone close, letting people know where you're at? Absolutely. That's necessary. Yes. We even need a code to be like... If I text you and say this, call me and tell me it's an emergency mm-hmm. and I need to get out now or yes. something. Because you don't want to be in an awkward, uncomfortable situation for hours. No. You know what I mean? So definitely have a plan of escape. Definitely let your friends know where you are, who you're with, what you're doing. I actually had a friend before. Um, I'm not going to put her name out there. <laughs> I was about to. But she went out on a date with a guy and she didn't tell any of she didn't tell anybody where she was going or anything and her mom was freaking out she was calling us and we were terror like I was literally so scared and then she ended up calling us at like 11 o'clock like yeah I was on a date with him he was kind of corny and we like dude don't ever 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 do that again like we were so terrified so yeah always have a plan of escape yeah I definitely am for that too like let people know where you're at even if it's just one person and like a check-in Mm-hmm. Like, percent. make sure that if you don't hear from me, you check in. Or yes. if I have a code word, like, save me from this. Like, <laughs> I can text it to you really quick, and then you can call me like, hey. And I'll just be like, oh, my gosh, I got to go. It's an emergency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that type deal. Yeah. All right, y'all. So that is our game for today. We hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. As always, everything is linked in at the bottom, and we thank you all so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe so you do not miss an episode. Yes. And if you love what you hear, leave a review and a rating. Yes, please. And thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye.